Welcome to today's podcast with Crosspoint Church, where we share the gospel and we share our lives. With so many fun and new exciting things going on at church, we want you to be in the loop. So make sure that you check out our Facebook page and that you check out our website at www.crosspointwaverly.com. And now for today's message. Well, hey, it's so good to see you, and it's good to be set free from house arrest, otherwise known as quarantine. Uh, I've been locked up for the last two and a half weeks, and I am glad that today I was set free. And uh, the past couple of weeks has, has given me a tremendous amount of empathy towards those of you who have not been able to be around family members or have also been quarantined or, uh, or whatever. To me, the toughest thing was to not be able to hug my wife and kids over the last two and a half weeks. Like my, my love languages are words of affirmation and touch. And so to not be able to touch my wife or touch my kids was just, uh, that was difficult. And so uh, this morning when I saw my kids and I saw my wife, I got to give them a hug. My wife kissed me on the lips for the first time in two and a half weeks. And I was like, thank you, Jesus. And that was one of the things uh, yesterday when my wife was like, hey, tomorrow you get out of quarantine. And our kids were like, great. So then we get to listen to y'all kiss all the time. You're like, yeah. So I love embarrassing teenagers. I would recommend it for all of you who have teenagers. Just embarrass them all day, every day. It's, it's good. I'm glad to know that for those of you who have been suffering with COVID, that many of you are on the back end of that. And we continue to pray for you and continue to pray for those of you who aren't here today because of the symptoms that you're experiencing or because of the illnesses that you're going through. I want you to know that our whole staff is praying for you. Each week we've been gathering together. We keep each other updated on the information that we know about one another. And honestly, we're going to bed at night and we're waking up in the morning praying for you and praying for your families. And so if you need anything in this season, please don't hesitate to let us know. And as you're walking through things, please let us know so we can be praying for you. Last week, we began a new sermon series called The Lost Art of Gratitude. The Lost Art of Gratitude. And some of you are like, are you serious? Like, you're really going to preach about gratitude right now in this season? Yes, I am. Because how many know that we need to talk about gratitude in this season? This series is going to look at the spiritual virtue of gratitude. So through seeing that all good things in life come from God, Remembering God's word, being thankful in all circumstances, and cultivating a thankful heart, we can fully grasp God's work in our lives and live a life of gratitude. And so I thought I would start out these messages with some thank you notes. Jimmy Fallon is a late night talk show host, and on Fridays, he writes out these sarcastic thank you notes. Last week, I did it via video, and my favorite line was, I'm thankful for quarantine so that I don't have to deal with the awkward silence of you all not laughing at my jokes, which is what I experienced, you know, most Sundays. But this week, we asked somebody truly funny to do the thank you notes for us, and so I've asked Pastor Madison to do that, and so let's turn your attention to the screen. So as Pastor said last week, it's very important that we focus on things that we are grateful for. So I thought in this video, I would reflect on things that I'm grateful for. Thank you, toilet paper, for being one more thing in 2020 that we could fight over. Thank you, Zoom mute button, even though 90% of you don't know how to use it. Thank you, face masks, for keeping that coffee drinker's breath 
contained. You know who you are. Thank you, home gyms, for making me realize that every time I said, if only I had more free time, I was lying to myself. Thank you, Erica Bartholo, for taking your husband on enough walks to prepare him to walk your actual dog. That's, that's good. Uh, as many of you know, our family are the proud owners of a new puppy, and so pray for me. Uh, I was outvoted three to one for, uh, for that, and so it's a little schnauzer. With, it's mostly black with some white on it. It's got a white straight down the middle. Uh, and so I thought Pepe Le Pew, since it looks like a skunk, would be a tremendous name for the dog, but I was outvoted, and so our dog's name is Coda, and so uh, as Pastor Madison said, good thing Erica's gotten lots of practice in walking her fat dog to, uh, to now walk the real dog. So um, when we consider the entirety of our lives and dream about eternity, it's clear that God has been good to us, Amen. When we consider the entirety of our lives and dream about eternity, it's clear that God has been really good to us. He has given us more than we deserve, and he has spared us from what we do deserve. And I just want to take a moment and address what's happening in our nation and give you a word of encouragement. Leading up to this election, I mentioned in some weeks leading up to it that there were going to be some people who were going to rejoice and others who were going to mourn. And over the last couple of weeks, I've had some conversations with some of you, and in a couple of those conversations, I've had people say to me how afraid they are. And this isn't surprising. We have been force-fed fear from both sides all throughout this entire election cycle. But I want to give you a word of encouragement that's found in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse number 7. As followers of Jesus, Paul tells us, for God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. God's not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And so I just want to echo those words back to us this morning. God's not given you a spirit of fear, but he's given you a spirit of power and love and self-control. And I love what Pastor Madison shared this morning during the ministry moment, is the Holy Spirit is still moving. The Holy Spirit is moving in our lives and moving in the lives of our church. And so let's go with that. No matter what the results of the election end up being, let's know that we don't have to walk in fear. We can walk in the confidence and the power that comes from the Holy Spirit and be grateful. In addition to the uncertainty of the election, there are many of you who have been facing really tough things, to put it lightly. Really tough things. Over the past couple of weeks, our emails and text messages and phone calls have been filled with stories of people in our church that are going through it, not just with COVID, but a number of different circumstances and scenarios. And again, I just want to say to you, we're praying for you. We're praying for your families to get through this season. And I know it can be difficult to see right now if your circumstances are tough and not what you were hoping for, but God is still good and he's faithful. Amen? And so in all things and in all circumstances, we can be and find ways to be grateful. The people of the Old Testament understood that remembering what God has done brings gratitude. And so let's remember what God has done for us and be thankful. There was this song that we would sing in church when I was growing up. I grew up in Memphis, and, uh, and so in just a moment, I'm going to try to sing a portion of this song in the best Gaither-esque southern 
vocals that I possibly can this morning. But the verse went like this. When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, when you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what God has done. Does this song sound familiar to anybody? Great. Well, I'm going to encourage the three of you to sing along with me. And it goes like this. I'm so terrified. Like, I'm so scared. Anyway, here it goes. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. Done. Yeah, that was beautiful. Give yourselves a hand. <laughs> terrifying. What's really terrifying is there were things that I did early in ministry that no one will ever know about because they were never videotaped. There was not social media. And so I'm very grateful for that. I'm terrified that this might haunt me <laughs> in the future. <laughs> so the next verse said, are you ever burdened with a load of care? Does the cross seem heavy? You are called to bear. Count your many blessings, every doubt will fly, and you will keep singing as the days go by. In the final verse, so amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be disheartened. God is over all. Count your many blessings, angels will attend, help and comfort give you to your journeys. And, and so some of you are going to Google this song later, and you're going to see that how I sang it this morning is not far off of how, uh, how I sang. And so in our services, there were so many songs that I would love. I just need to introduce my children to all of the songs that we grew up singing at church today. They already have an appreciation of what we do on Sunday mornings with, with worship, but I think they'd have a greater appreciation if I were to introduce them to, to more of those songs. But counting blessings means taking the time to reflect and number the good things in your life. And so by doing this, we remember what we can be thankful for. Remembering goodness brings gratitude. So I want you to turn in your Bibles to Psalm chapter 105 this morning and also Psalm chapter 106. It's not going to appear on the screen for some reason we're having. Oh, it is on the screen. Uh, I am, I've, wonderful. Congratulations, gentlemen, for getting that up there. First service, we were having technical difficulties, but these guys are so smart they figured it out. So Psalm chapter 105 Verse number one says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praises to him. Tell of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments that he, the judgments he uttered. And now let's skip down to 106, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Who can utter the mighty deeds of the Lord or declare all his praise? Blessed are they who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Let's pray this morning. God, we thank you so much for your word and for the power that it has to transform our lives. We ask that over the next few moments that we would sense a demonstration of your spirit's power. Would you open up our ears to hear and our hearts to receive what you would have for us? In Jesus' name, amen. The psalmist understood this reality of gratitude. In Psalm 106, verse 1, he says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. And then in Psalm 105, verse 1, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, 
call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. The Hebrew word for thankful also means to bring praise. Without even always thinking about it, we tend to praise things we're thankful for. Throughout the Old Testament, praise for God was expressed by listing his attributes or his deeds. And so in reflecting on Psalm 105 and 106, Willem van Gimmeren says, When the people of God reflect on him and what he has done, they ascribe power, holiness, and glory to his name. His perfections and mighty acts are so closely interrelated that no separation can be made between praise and thanksgiving. When we are thankful, we should be praising. And when we are praising God, we should be thankful at the same time. And the psalmist says to give thanks to the Lord and to call upon his name. Some great news that we have this morning is that we have access to God. He's available We have the ability to call upon him and tell him what we're feeling and ask him for what we need. We have permission to to approach his throne and to ask him for what we need and to tell him what we're thinking. Matthew Henry writes, praying for further mercies is is accepted as an acknowledgement of former mercies. Praying for further mercies is accepted as an acknowledgement of former mercies. In other words, Our willingness to call upon God communicates several different things, but one of the things that it communicates is that we believe in God, right? We wouldn't call upon God if we didn't believe in him. And so as we thank God for former mercies and ask him for today's mercies, as we do that, we're expressing that there's a belief and gratitude for what he's done. Secondly, we have the confidence that he'll meet our needs. Verse number one says, make known his deeds among the people. Make known his deeds among the people. One way we show gratitude is by verbalizing our thanks to God and by telling others the wondrous works that God has done for us. Justin Lathrop, in his book, The Likeable Christians, talks about not wasting a compliment. And you say, well, what what does that mean? Well, here's what that means. is even in between services today, there were people who texted me and they said, PG is amazing. Darlene is amazing. And here's what they said, is they said that part in the first service that they did was the best part of the entire service. So you know what I did? I texted them back and I was like, yeah, that's right. I hired them. No, that's not what I did. Instead, I was up in the balcony when I received one of the texts and PG and Darlene were sitting down here and I said, hey guys, I just got to let you know, here's what people are saying about the first service, that you guys are amazing. It was the best part of the sermon. And so we don't waste a compliment, we pass it on. And so I would encourage you to be people who pass on compliments to others. When God has been so good to us, why in the world would we be quiet about that? When God's been good to us, why would we not tell others what he's done? So here's what I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask Darlene and PG to come up, and Limey is going to help illustrate this message for us this morning. Let's welcome PG and Darlene as they come up today. Thank you, Pastor. Hey, if you have your Bibles, you can uh, read along with me. We're starting in Luke. chapter. Luke. Yeah. Luke. Luke. Use <laughs> Luke. the Lord, Luke. Yeah. We're going to use the word Luke chapter 17, and we're starting at... Hello there. 
Hello oh, there. Hi, hi, Limey. Hello there. Limey, there's no problem. Time for another Bible yes. story, a well, story from the Word of God, right, the so Holy I'm, Book, the yes. inspired Word of the Prophets, exactly. the Scripture. Right, so the I was... The B-I-B-L-E, that's the book for me. Yes, and I was, I stand alone on the Word of God, the B-I-B-L-E Bible. Yes. You may read. Thank you, Limey. Thank you very much. All right. You're welcome. Here we the go. The human is about to read the story. Thank you. <laughs> go ahead. Uh, this is uh, starting you may read. to talk, talking about Jesus here. Suddenly I'm hungry. As, no, Limey. It's that time of day. No, Limey. We should limey. get into the car and drive to Chick-fil-A. No. <laughs> Waffle fries this and is, sweet tea hey, and a large sandwich for me. We can't go there today. Why not? Oh, it's, Sunday. It's Sunday, yes. Okay. Oh. As he was going into... Oh, are, are you all right? I'm all right. I'm all right. What was that? CPR. CPR. Cardio puppet resuscitation. Hmm. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're doing well. Okay. You Read can... the story. Well, as he was going into a village, he stopped at McDonald's. No. No, he did not. Oh. Ten men who had leprosy. Ten met him. men. Yes. Who had, had what? Leprosy. Leprosy. Yes. Leprosy. I'm not half the man I used to be. Pieces keep on falling off of me. Limey, please. Limey. Since I came Limey. down You're with fine. leprosy. Limey, you are just fine. Suddenly, Limey. people hey. get sick at the sight of me. I'm so sorry. What? I'm so sorry. Ten men who had leprosy met leprosy. him. Leprosy. No, yes. They were leopards. It was no, they were not Rah. leopards. Leopards are animals. Leprosy is a disease. A disease. Yeah, people stayed far away. Did they wear face masks? I. <laughs> they may have. Did I'm they not use hand sanitizer? I don't know. I don't know. They stood. They stood at a distance. At a distance. And called out in a loud voice. Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Good, good, good job. When he saw them, he said, Uh-oh. Go. I threw a rod. You what? You threw a rod? Are you losing rods now? Oh, that's okay. I think you'll be all right. It's okay. How can I do the rest of the story? I don't know. Jesus, Master. Wait a minute. Have, Equipment timeout. Wait, have pity on us. That's, that's what we should say. And when he saw them, he said, Go. I did. Show yourselves to the priests. Are, are you showing yourself to the priest? No, to an old man. Oh, well. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Okay. He's a doctor. It's okay. And, oh, okay. When he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. And as they went... I'm they, better. As they went, they were cleansed. We were cleansed. That's right. Yes. Yes, one of them. That's me. I guess that's you. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God Praise in, a loud, God. in a loud voice. Hallelujah. No, that's hallelujah. That too. Okay. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. Wait, wait. Oh. Ouch, I oh, fell on my head. Oh. I've fallen and I can't get up. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. Thank you, 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 thank you. My heart is so full of gratitude. 
And he was a Samaritan. Yes, he was. Yes. That, that means that, he was a foreigner. That's right. He was a foreigner. But he thanked Jesus. That's right. Jesus. It doesn't matter who you are. That's you can have a heart right. full of gratitude. That's right. Jesus asked, we're not all ten cleansed? Yep. Where are the other nine? I think they went to Burger King. Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Just me. Then he said to him, rise and go. I will. Your faith has made you well. Okay. Wow. Wait, Darlene, that that's would, not all. That would be something... Hit it, boys! Oh, no. What, what do you... Ten sick leper men lying on the ground. Right, that's Moaning and groaning, no help to be found. Yes, that's, that's Jesus right. came walking and healed them right away. Ten were healed, that's but right. only one came to say. Yes, that's right. That's thank you, thank you. Only yes. one said thank you, thank are, you, are you thank you. <laughs> Only one I'm, said I'm sorry, thanks. Pastor. I just <laughs> the Lord has blessed me in many, many ways. He wakes me up. That's it. I know. The hey. old guy down there forgot the rest of the words. Oh, well, I pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Okay. He's, he's not even there. Darlene. That was a donut man's song. Thank you, Limey. I appreciate yeah. that. Yes. Hey, Darlene. I, I have to go now. That leper was full of gratitude. We yes. should be too. Goodbye. I am the weakest link. You are. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Aren't they amazing? We have the best children's pastors in the world. Let's express our appreciation to them one more time. So grateful for them. And our plan over the next few weeks or however long uh, this next season will be is to incorporate him or them into, uh, into our services to have a little fun there. Verse number two says, sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wondrous works. Let's be people. Let's be like the one that goes back and gives thanks to God. In addition to us getting to thank him in prayer and tell others about the wondrous works that God has done, we get to sing. We, uh, we got to do that at the beginning of the service. We'll get to do it at the end of the service. And when the worship team comes up, this is not a performance that they do each Sunday. Instead, it's an opportunity where they lead us in an experience of worship. It should be experiential for all of us as we join in and we sing. And so whether you're in this room uh, watching live or whether you're on TV watching in your room, I would encourage you to sing along. The Bible encourages us to sing. And so let's, let's do that. Let's sing and offer praise to God. We get to tell of his wondrous works, and we need to be talking about the goodness of God. We need to be talking about the goodness of God. Verse number three says, glory in his holy name. Let the heart of those who seek the Lord rejoice. The name of God represents his character. And there are some people who glory in money. There are others who glory in sports or pleasure or career. But the people of God get to glory in the name of the Lord. The Lord conveyed the same message to Jeremiah in, in Jeremiah chapter 9, verse number 23. He says, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, let not the mighty man glory in his might, nor let the rich man glory in his riches, but let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord exercising loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth, for in these I delight, says the Lord. We glory in the strength of the Lord. And verse number four says, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. We can be grateful that we get to seek a Lord who is strong. 
He's never too busy for us. He's never having a bad day. And uh, we are urged to seek his presence continually. In verse number five, it says, remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. And the Old Testament understands the importance of memory and thankfulness and relationship. In the book of Deuteronomy, Moses emphasizes remembering and not forgetting what God has done for you. In Deuteronomy chapter four, verse number nine, he says, only take care and keep your soul diligently, lest you forget the things that your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life. Moses continues his exhortation by saying in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse number 2, remember the whole way the Lord your God has led you these 40 years in the wilderness. The Hebrew people, like all humans, had a tendency to forget what God had done for them. The center of their remembrance was to be thankful, which brought about praise, which strengthens the relationship. When we omit thankfulness, we're more likely to wander from our walk with God because we forget what he's done. I saw a post this morning from the executive director of Alternatives down in Waterloo. Her name is Megan Etiriaga. And she talked about how her daughter is in the hospital currently with some pregnancy complications. And as a mother, every bit of her wants to be in the hospital room with her. But at this hospital, they're not allowing any visitors to be in the room with her. And so she said, here my daughter sits in the midst of this crisis all alone. And she said, I'm so grateful that my daughter was raised in church, that she has a strong faith, that the foundation was built, and that throughout her entire life she's been building that relationship with God. So now when she finds herself in the midst of this crisis, she's not doubting the goodness of God. She's turning to God and turning to his strength. I hope that that would be the story of all of us, that our foundation would be so strong that we would remember all of the things that God has done for us. And when we find ourselves in the midst of a situation, rather than immediately going to doubt, instead we would run to the strength of God. Remembering who God is and what he has done brings gratitude. To fully trust and obey God, even in the most difficult of times, requires remembering the God that we have a relationship with. And so when we're sick, or when we have a financial struggle, or the disasters in the world keep coming or into our fallen world, we must remember what God has done in our lives previously. This is by itself so important that we, this is why it's so important that we recognize the small mercies of God along the way and realize the big mercies of God as well. This is why it's important to share our testimonies with others so that they can hear what God is doing in our lives and we can be encouraged about what God is doing in the lives of others. The very next chapter, the psalmist writes in Psalm 106, verse 1 Praise the Lord, O give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his steadfast love endures forever. Who can utter the mighty deeds of the Lord or declare all his praise? Blessed are those who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. The psalmist starts out with, with praise the Lord. When Eric and I were in India, this was a common greeting among uh, believers. They would walk up to one another and in an English-speaking setting, uh, their greeting rather than saying hello would be praise the Lord. And in Hindi, this is what it sounds like, J. Masiki. So I'm going to teach you some Hindi this morning. Let's just say J after me. J. Oh, look at you. You're so good. And now let's say Masiki. Now let's put it together. J Masiki. Perfect. You all speak Hindi this morning. Congratulations. Give yourselves a hand. And so in our culture, it would be weird to do this, right? We don't walk around greeting people like that. But in that culture, it was normal. It was what they did. And I'm telling you, I like it. 
What an incredible greeting amongst believers to immediately acknowledge how great God is. And so no matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstance, when you walk in to say praise the Lord or Jameseki, the psalmist goes on to say, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Here's what I know, people will let us down. Sports teams will let us down. Organizations will let us down. No matter how good each of those entities or people are, they're going to have good days and bad days. But God has always been and he will always be good. God has always been and will always be good. He'll never fail. His love will never run out. And his steadfast love endures forever. The psalmist says that we should utter the mighty deeds of God. And then there's this one more charge from the psalmist. He says, blessed are those who observe justice, who do righteousness at all times. Now I pray that this would be the story of our lives, that we would be people who express gratitude continually to God, that we would thank him, and that we would observe justice and do righteousness at all times. I'm going to ask that you would bow your heads and close your eyes all across this room. Maybe there are some of you who are watching online today or you've come in person and you don't have a relationship with Jesus. I want to give you an opportunity to become a follower of him today. Maybe there are others of you who at one time walked with God, but you turned your back on him and you say, today I need to see my relationship restored back to him. Just a moment with every head bowed and every eye closed, if that's you, you say, I need to ask Jesus to come into my life for the very first time. Or you say, I need to see my relationship restored back to him. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to lead us in a prayer. And if that's you, I want you to repeat this prayer after me and mean it with everything that's within you. And know that you won't be praying this prayer alone, but that each of us in support of you will also be praying. Let's pray this morning. Say, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for sending your son Jesus to die on the cross for me. I admit that I'm a sinner. I admit that I've messed up. This morning I ask for your forgiveness. Come and give me a fresh start. Be my savior. Be my king. Take over every aspect. Take over every area. And help me from this day forward to live for you with all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my mind, and with all of my strength. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give God praise for what he's done this morning. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this message was inspiring and encouraging. For more information about this message or about all things Crosspoint, check out our Facebook and head to our website at www.crosspointwaverly.com.